Hello and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It is a podcast that invites you to come find yourself and I invite you to join me in the bedroom again. <laughs> well, kids have finished school now, so everyone's at home and uh, want a bit of privacy in the bedroom. Has got a lock on the door. Make of that what you will. No, don't make of that. <laughs> Look, it's because we have an... <laughs> Here's me telling you more than you need to know. We have an ensuite bathroom which does not have a lock. It's got a sliding pocket door, which I wish to God we hadn't chosen because when it's windy, it just like bangs. Um, so, yeah, it's <laughs> the bedroom is essentially got a bathroom within it, which has no lock on its door. Because you can't lock a pocket door, I don't think. Not this cheap and nasty one we've got. So there's a lock on the bedroom door. Okay, have we resolved that? Good. Um, today, I want to talk about estrangement. And um, it came up last night and also this morning. And I suppose actually at this time of year when we are shown endless images of happy families. Or if you're watching EastEnders not so happy families and it can make it a really difficult time of year and um, I saw some friends last night we had a lovely night it was one of those where one minute it's half past 11 and the next minute it's quarter to one in the morning so I paid for that this morning um, but as it kind of goes with these things got into some deep and meaningful stuff and I was talking about how I've always been really open with my children about sort of family relationships and when I chose estrangement from my mum I spoke to the children about it and a big part of my decision making was feeling that my children were not safe um, whether that was from a hygiene perspective or from someone arriving at a house like drunken out of control it was not an environment that I wanted my kids to be around and when I went back recently I had a kind of sense of unease and I was talking about it last night and one of my friends said well that's your gut isn't it telling you because I've been really trying to listen to what my body is telling me um and trying to give, I guess, a word to the feelings that I was experiencing. So I sort of took a moment when I was driving very near to where I grew up um, the other day and I felt uneasy and it was interesting. So I thought, I'm just going to notice that and kind of... I don't know, consider what that means. And and it is in reading this book, The Body Keeps the Score, they talk a lot about kind of noticing and naming feelings. So, yeah, I was thinking about that and I was telling my daughter about it, actually. And she said there were times when she didn't feel kind of safe. And I thought, hmm, interesting. And at the time, she didn't kind of say anything. She didn't want to upset me. But I think these things all came around at about the same time that I decided, yeah, I didn't want to be taking my children to certain places. And then 
I went through the process of deciding that it was safer for me to choose estrangement. And so I did actually make a couple of notes for this episode, which is unlike me because normally it's just from the hip. But I wanted to kind of spend some time thinking about it. And then I spoke to a friend today um, who was curious to understand some of my experience. And, and I thought, do you know what? And she was so lovely and I guess loving where she was like, oh, I don't, you know, I hope you don't mind talking about it. Is that okay? And I'm like, well, that's why I share to help people to feel kind of less alone and to um, kind of share a bit of truth about kind of how life really is for some people. So I was thinking about what is estrangement firstly, because my mum was estranged from her mother, who was estranged from her mother. And I was always very conscious. I did not want to repeat that. Um, But I think I did it in a different way. So my mum would be incredibly rude about her mother, incredibly rude and in front of us. And it became a, and I'm not talking to her. And there is a difference between I'm not talking to her and making an, an active informed choice. And I think there is a big thing in it about kind of language. So I, if I think about estrangement and some people would say, oh, they're just not talking. It is not about not just talking to someone. So this is from my perspective, if I think about estrangement and what it meant for me, um, it's really about safety. And I had come to a position where I needed to look after myself and look after my well-being. And it was an act of self-care and protection because if someone who is, if you think about it, you know, your primary caregiver should look after you. And it is not unreasonable to expect your parents to care for you and look after you and protect you from harm. But at the same time, it is not unusual for caregivers to be unable to provide a level of parenting that that we should all have access to. And I've I've always been kind of mindful of the fact that my mum had some big mental health problems and physical health problems. Um, And there were lots of things going on which made her unable to care for me and my siblings in a way that people would think is, I guess, right and appropriate to the extent that social services were involved. So I think that in itself can bring some problems when you know that you're being monitored and case notes are being written but um yeah so I think when my children reached the age where I kind of was where I needed the most help um and I realized the amount of care that I guess I missed out on and that made me kind of question how I was parented and and again it's from that lens of I 
I couldn't have expected to have been cared for in the way that I care for my children because I am not my mother. That's the first thing. Um, it, there is a, it's a big step to kind of acknowledge that you are not your parent and you are not going to, by default, repeat what they did. Um, that said... <laughs> There are, you know, patterns that repeat themselves and, you know, people who um, inflict abuse on others have probably been abused themselves. So I'm conscious of, you know, there were events that led to my mum being the way she was. But that didn't mean that I had to excuse it. I could understand it, but I didn't have to accept it either. So the kind of problems we had I guess continued for decades and it reached the point where in order to protect myself I had to and my children and my marriage I had to say this is enough um, and there are some real challenges with estrangement and I think it is an act of courage as well because Firstly, my experience is that when you choose estrangement, the person you are choosing to be estranged from might not agree with you. And so when I decided to cut off contact, and I think I've spoken about this before, I had to block my mother's phone number and I had to leave social media because I was being stalked. And that is not rational behavior. And you cannot rationalize with somebody who is not thinking rationally and that was incredibly that was incredibly painful and the I guess the kind of willpower that it took for me to stay true to what I needed was huge it takes an awful lot to kind of re-establish your boundaries and say I don't want to be in contact and when the other person is stalking you to not back down um, and this was to the extent that she would contact my school friends who I might not have seen for like 15 years um, and and that is difficult and I think this kind of brings into play some of the things that when a person has chosen estrangement, why it is a very courageous decision, because there is such a risk of judgment for one. So you've got the person that you are protecting yourself from might decide that they don't agree with you and then ramp up their efforts. Um, this then involves other people who may say things like, oh, but it's your mum. Well, yeah, and then you have to explain yourself and that can feel really hard because we are delivered a fixed narrative in the media or we all have. Um, I was speaking to a friend that teaches at a primary school and she said when you ask little children to kind of draw the thing that they would most love, most of them will draw a happy family. So we are hardwired to want comfort and love from our family um so you will get that oh but can't you just couldn't you find another way and 
Laman inside you might be like desperate to say, are you fucking kidding me? Um, you then have to go through a process of potentially speaking about things that feel too painful to talk about at that precise moment in time. So you've got that risk of judgment. You've also got if other family members are still in contact and have an opinion that, well, it's your mother, you can't choose to walk away and there's some great kind of questions that came up and when I was going through the process of choosing estrangement I think I was asked you know would you let another person do these things to you and I was like god no like if a friend had treated me in the way that my mum treated me I would have shut the door decades before but we persist and persevere and you think you know, relationship is always a two-way thing, but you spend time trying to make it right or trying to turn it into something that it never can be. And that is really tough to come to the point where you go, I have to accept that it cannot be what I wanted it to be and hoped for. Um, so there is that um, acknowledgement that you are potentially doing something that other people would say that's just not you know that's just not on um and you don't want to drag other family members through it either and I remember having to speak to or speaking to my siblings and saying look this is a decision I've made and this is why and the thing that I didn't do was I didn't trash my mum in the way that she used to trash hers and that was a really conscious decision on my part because I wanted to make the decision from a place of um, thoughtfulness, calmness, from a place of being informed. Um, and I felt like that was what I was able to do. And I communicated clearly with the people that needed to know the reasons for my decision. And they were fantastic. They did respect that. And, and that was a big thing for me, I think, was being able to still speak to my siblings and say, look, I'm not in touch with her, but we can still be in touch if, if that's what you want. And that kind of leads into some of the other risks that you face when you choose estrangement. It's like, if I choose to be estranged from a parent, does that mean I can now no longer maintain a relationship with my brothers, sisters, dads, other parent, grandparents. Um, and there is a kind of double rejection in that where you feel like you may be rejected by other friends or members of your family. Um, and it, you miss out on some of those cultural moments and rituals. So I, I love it now that lots of organisations are saying, would you prefer not to be contacted on Mother's Day or Father's Day? And for anyone who has lost a parent or decided to um, be estranged from their parents, you know, that, that can be hard because, again, you're given these messages of this is what it should be like. And when your experience doesn't match up to that, it can make you feel sad, angry, inadequate, um, and it kind of compounds that grief that you have for a relationship that could never be. And something that I found in becoming a parent was when I, the way that I look after my children, and I'm so glad I can do it, and, and this is where 
I found, you know, for me, it was I want to care for my children in the way that I should have been cared for. But again, it's like not not saying, well, and I blame my parents for it. It's kind of that it, 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 it can't be changed. It is what it is. <laughs> and you need to kind of put that to bed. Um, so that all maybe sounds a bit downbeat, but I'm, I want to be, you know, really honest about it's not a cut and dry decision it's not one that is just about that one relationship if somebody has had the courage to choose to end a relationship for their own protection it's really it's a valid decision and it's a brave one to make um so there's that but what are the positives so I, you know, I do have this theme of being optimistic and being cheerful wherever possible. Um, and so I, I thought I'd, you know, make a note of well, what, what are the positive things that can come out of that estrangement process? Or why is it a good thing for the person that has chosen to do it? And for me, it is that it's an act of self-care and protection. I finally <laughs> did a thing that when I look back, I think, well, I exhausted every avenue. I tried everything I could. And you know what? I don't regret the decision because it was a really big thing that I could do to actually look after myself and break a negative cycle that impacted my husband and children and me. So I kind of took a step of looking after myself in a way that I wish I'd been more protected as a child. So as an adult, I could care for the younger me. Um, I think it is a first step on a path to kind of resolving what can be some really long and deep, deeply held problems. There are some things that you kind of I don't know you can't work through them if you're still in a relationship with a person that is hurting you so I think it's a really positive it can be a really positive first step and it enables you to think clearly about what's really going on I couldn't work through some of the challenges that I was having and maintaining contact with my mum it, it just I, I tried to, it didn't work <laughs> so was that and it improves your relationship to yourself and if you can improve your relationship with with yourself you can like yourself more you can love yourself and care for yourself that in turn can only ultimately lead to better relationship with others because you are being true to yourself true to your values honest with yourself and something that I have found is that sometimes being honest with yourself is the hardest thing like acknowledging that you can't change things or acknowledging that you don't feel safe or acknowledging that you don't have this wonderful relationship that everyone thinks you should have that is really really tough um and I think you're kind of doing the thing for yourself that the other person couldn't do. And I, I suppose that's it. It is kind of, we can't control how other people think, act, behave. 
um, what we control are our responses. And, and I had certainly got to a point where I thought, I feel like I have no control. So then I realized I did have a, I did have a choice and you do have a choice. And exercising that choice is a courageous and positive thing to do. So I had a look at a couple of organizations um, and I can't believe I've not done this before. So I found an organization called Standalone and Standalone supports adults who are estranged from their families um, or their children. Um, and their web address is standalone.org.uk. And I've been having a look at some of their resources and they're really good and they have um, some support groups around the UK and if you're kind of intrigued by this topic I would encourage you to go to their website and look at they've got a four minute video that illustrates really beautifully um, why being estranged can be uh, a positive choice. Um, There's also E-A-C-E-S on Instagram. So it's estranged and care experienced students. They have a support network, which I think works throughout um, colleges and universities throughout the UK and schools. Um, So on Instagram, they are at E-A-C-E-S. And there was a statistic actually that came from Standalone that said one in five families will experience estrangement, which shows you that it is not uncommon. So what I hope for you, um, I hope that you took something away from this episode. I hope if you have difficult family relationships, um, this reassures you to feel like you're not on your own. And I hope that you feel if you are considering or have been through the estrangement process that you can drop me a line via my socials. I'm really open to talking about it. So thank you so much for being here for the podcast. Um, I'll be back with you tomorrow.